In today's episode, I'm going to dive deep into confidence, how to find it, how to get it, how to keep it, and everything in between. I mean, I'm not about to start singing some popular songs and spelling out the word confident, but the idea is so prevalent in our society right now. Like self-confidence is always a topic of discussion, and it seems like people will invest in coaches and courses and all the books to try to figure out the secret sauce to get themselves there. So taking all that into consideration and then intentionally placing the truth of God's word over top of it all and we have some talking to do. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, confidence. Right from the jump, there are so many directions we could go with this. There's confidence, then there's self-confidence, and are they the same thing? There's confidence, then there's being cocky, and where is that line in the sand separating the two? There's confidence, and then there's lack of confidence, and when does that switch flip? And then there's confidence, and there's, ooh, you maybe shouldn't have been that confident. (laughs) If you know me at all, look, you know I love a good definition, so let's just start there. Well, as I looked up the definition of confidence, good old Merriam-Webster gave me four different definitions. And I found it so interesting because as I read through them, they really were different. The first is this, confidence is a feeling or consciousness of one's powers or a reliance on one's circumstances. We use this in a way like, I have perfect confidence in your ability to get the job done. But then there was part B to that definition that said, or having faith or belief that one will act in a right, proper, or effective way, like having confidence in a leader. The second definition of confidence was the quality or state of being certain, like how we use the word saying, I have every confidence in you. Then, confidence can also be a relation of trust or intimacy, a support, like a vote of confidence, or taking a friend into your confidence. And finally, it can be a communication, like a secret, like you can betray someone's confidence. Who knew? But as I read through all those definitions, as different as they may seem to be, they're all important and they actually do go together. But for the sake of this episode, I'm going to settle into the first two definitions. Confidence is a feeling or consciousness of one's powers or of reliance on one's circumstances. And... Confidence is the quality or state of being certain. So it's a feeling or a consciousness. Well, that seems a little fickle, but also explains some things because feelings change. Sometimes even by the hour, am I right? So if you're feeling confident one minute and not so much the next, well, that's definitely possible. You can feel confident in your abilities to complete a specific task, but not another, and your confidence to even hold your own head up and positively be who you are, well, that can even change moment to moment. But what's the goal? For me, personally, my desire is to be confident, period. Not only in my abilities, but in who I am. 
not just to have the feeling or consciousness of my power, but also the quality and the state of being certain in myself. So how do I get there? Where do I start? I'm going to spend these next few minutes sharing stories from my own life, but also leave you with some tips and strategies to help you increase your self-confidence. Because having confidence in others is great, but let's get to the place of trusting, loving, and being confident in ourselves. So let's really get into it. Confidence. How to find it, how to get it, and how to keep it. This is where we start. We actually have to first find confidence. I know you're probably thinking that sounds kind of silly. How do I find confidence? Well, where are you looking for it? We can find confidence in ourselves by seeking approval of others, by even becoming a people pleaser. We can find confidence in ourselves by being really good at something and having others compliment us and affirm our abilities. We can even find confidence sometimes by changing ourselves to fit into a mold that will produce what others say is great and appealing and successful, which is kind of crazy, but sometimes that's the truth. Where have you been looking to find your confidence? Who have you been looking to to give you confidence? I'll share completely honestly about this. Throughout my life, I've looked many different places for confidence, and I'm pretty sure I found it in some of them for a season. For years, I was extremely confident on the basketball court. It didn't matter if I was the only female out there or if I was playing in state championship games or a national championship. Wherever I was, there was a level of confidence that was built and that I carried with me as a basketball player. I had a level of self-confidence when it came to academics and education. Here's a fun fact. (laughs) I was student body president of my junior high school when I was in eighth grade. In school, I think sometimes we may have had those popularity contest type of vibes. And for me, being school president and on every sports team and academically doing well, even winning awards, my self-confidence was pretty high. This may be a great time to insert that sometimes we may cross that line between confidence and cockiness. I'll put a pin in it for now, but as I started to ramble off some of those things, I had to check myself and make sure that it was confidence that my teenage self wasn't being overtaken by cockiness. (laughs) But as I grew older and wiser, I realized I had put my identity in things that wouldn't last forever. My confidence was based on a time, a season, and then I would have to move to a new school, a new team, a new city, new country, and find my confidence all over again in new surroundings. So where could I find confidence that would stick? Confidence that I could build up in myself, whether I was on the court or off, in the classroom or out, because seasons come and go. I wouldn't always be known as K-12. Who would I really be known as? I had to find that kind of lasting confidence. And look, there's one place that holds all the confidence in the world, and it's right there, available for us. It's not hidden. It's in plain sight, yet so often our eyes are fixed on other things in this world so we can't even see. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about the one who literally formed and created the earth and you and me. He created me. He has a specific plan and a unique purpose for me. Like my fingerprints. They don't match anyone else's on this earth. And he designed me that way. Have you ever really thought about that? Like he literally one of a kind handmade me and you. 
Do you think he meant only for my fingerprints to be different than anyone else? I don't think so. One of the Bible verses often quoted when discussing this topic is Psalm 139.14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. The New Living Translation of the Bible, which is the one I choose to read daily, says it like this. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. David was singing praises to the Lord. He started this psalm by saying, O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. God knows everything. He knows why you were created. He knows what you're up to right now. He has a plan for you. And it's been in place since before you were even born. So to have confidence that is lasting, seek the one who knows it all and has had the game plan for your life from the start. That is where you'll find it. Let's move on to number two. Confidence, how do I get it? The thing with confidence as I see it, especially now that I explained where to find it, is that you have to actually go and get it. Sure, God's grace is free. Salvation is a gift paid for in full by Jesus Christ. But we still have to go get the gift. We still have to understand and make a decision and take some action to receive the gift and open the gift. There are so many opportunities, open doors, and blessings in front of us as believers, but we do have to receive them. We do have to actively open up our hands, our hearts, our minds, and get them. All those open doors God has set before you that you've been praying for, you still have to actually walk through the doors. Chew on that for a minute. Like all those open doors that God has set before you that you've been praying for, you still have to actually walk through the door. And I truly believe confidence is the same way. It's not an easy realization to make at first, but I literally couldn't do any of this on my own. Like life. <laughs> I, I couldn't do this on my own. And once I recognized that and recognized that everything I need comes from God, I mean, he created me with a strategic and unique purpose. And without him, I have no clue how it all works together. Like on my own, I've got nothing. But with God, I can become who he created me to be. I can become who he called me to be. I can boldly and courageously and confidently Take steps every single day toward becoming that person he strategically designed so many years ago. But I have to remember, it takes effort on my part. My confidence comes from the Lord and it's right there for the taking. I just have to actually take it. Confidence isn't just handed to me when I'm born. First I have to find it, then I have to go get it. Let's dig into number three. Confidence, how do I keep it? Honestly, I can narrow down how to keep your confidence into three points. Stay connected to your source, check your teammates, and do the work. Number one is key. Stay connected to your source. I shared earlier that my source of confidence is in Jesus. So making sure that I spend intentional time with him every single day is actually crucial to my self-confidence. How do I do this? I literally spend time with God every single morning reading my Bible and putting in effort to grow in our relationship. It wasn't always like this. This is something that I've been working on, but over the last couple of years, I have recognized and realized how much growth I have made in the confidence that I have in myself through him because I'm spending this time with him every day. 
the best way for me to keep growing in who I am and keeping the confidence I have is to hear straight from my maker exactly what he has planned and prepared for me. Like he literally holds the strategy and the game plan. So (laughs) probably a great place to start in order to keep my confidence. I'm like a phone with a charging cord. And if I don't plug into God every day, my power depletes. Uh, I'm trying really hard not to go too far on this analogy, but as I was thinking through this, this new thought hit me and I just feel like I have to share it with you. So have you ever seen your battery level getting low on your phone so you switch to low power mode because you either don't have a charging cord or you're just too lazy to walk across the room and plug it in? I think sometimes we do the same thing with God. It's like we're thinking, I'm not feeling great with my relationship with God today, so I'll just play this song and hopefully that'll help. I'll just listen to a podcast about him. Hopefully that will help. Um, You're actually just putting your spiritual life in low power mode, hoping that you can sustain it rather than actually plugging into the source. Yes, I'm talking about opening your Bible and spending intentional time with God in his word for yourself. Okay, I hope you get it. The first way to keep your confidence, stay connected to your source. The second way I keep my confidence is by having people around me who build me up. Check your teammates. So if you were to take a look at your life right now, who's on your team? How's your bond? Is your team winning? Are you confident in the other players? Are they confident in you? Checking who your teammates are in life is very necessary because there will always come times when our confidence is shaken. It's inevitable. And we have to make a quick decision to either let it go down the drain or keep it. Remember that state championship basketball game I mentioned earlier? Well, it was 1998. (laughs) I ran onto the court at what was then called America West Arena in Phoenix, Arizona, where just the night before, Kevin Johnson, Danny Manning, and Steve Nash were playing on the same court with the Phoenix Suns. Warm-ups were incredible. Confidence was high. The fans, the atmosphere, the experience... One of my most memorable basketball games of my life. The game started. I got fouled. I was at the free throw line. Dribble, dribble, pause, shoot. Airball. Y'all, I seriously airballed it. (laughs) Let, Let me be honest. This is not one of those stories I tell a lot, but it's one I myself have never forgotten. It was a single moment that I had to make an immediate decision. Was my confidence completely gone or could I get it back for the second shot? To be 100% honest, I have no idea if I made the second shot or not. (laughs) I I do know for a fact that I didn't airball two in a row, though. Isn't it crazy how all the years and the plays and the games and the practice and the confidence and just that one second shook everything? And I have never forgotten that shakeup. But you know what I'm sure got my confidence back? My teammates. The little low five at the free throw line, even when you miss... The you got this and the tap on the butt, that next play mentality, knowing the game is far from over. You see, in a basketball game, we can see the clock. We know there's more time. We know there's another play. The game's not over. And I want to encourage you to remember when your confidence is shaken that the game's not over. There's time left on the clock. God did not throw in the towel on you. His game plan is still in effect. You still have more work to do. Keeping your confidence doesn't mean it won't feel shaky every now and then, but it does mean the little shakeup won't derail you. And that right there has a lot to do with who you have surrounding you. So check your teammates and remember that next play mentality. 
Just because I have Jesus in my life, that doesn't mean everything will be easy. But it does mean I have hope and confidence. In the Bible, Isaiah 40 and 31 says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I hold on to that. My trust in the Lord can give me new strength. Sure, I'll get shaky, but I can find new strength through Him. So, if He's not one of your teammates, you're totally missing out. The final piece in how to keep your confidence is to do the work. Practice, practice, practice. Do the work. There's work involved. There's action involved. That's the only way we grow in life, and that's the only way we grow in confidence. Do you think I was a successful basketball player just because my dad was six foot eight and he was a great basketball player? No. I mean, obviously my genetics are legit and they helped me cultivate my love for the sport and the discipline around that. But I was a successful basketball player because I practiced a lot. And you know what? I practiced the same things over and over and over and over again. Do you know how many free throws I practiced in my lifetime? Me neither, but I do know it was a lot. Isn't it crazy to think right now how impatient we get in life? Like, we know God has a plan. We say we're confident in his plan for our lives. We say we trust him, but then it seems like the work we're doing toward the goal, toward the plan, is just monotonous or not progressing fast enough or not exciting enough. And we get so impatient that we either quit and think there must be something better somewhere else or... We try to skip that step thinking we are ready for something way more advanced, way more important in the world's eyes. When you feel like this, I encourage you to think about a basketball player. Think about Kobe Bryant. From the first time you play in a basketball game until the end of your career, you will always practice free throws. That same line, 15 feet from the basket, it's the same line day after day, year after year, season after season. And that same work, that same practice, that same muscle memory, that is often what winning and losing comes down to. I may have gone off on a little tangent there, but to bring it back, in order to keep your confidence, you have to do the work. I want to leave you with this. If you're struggling with confidence in any area of your life, I encourage you to seek God in that area. Seek his wisdom and direction for you. Find your confidence in him. Go get it. And then keep it. Know that his desire is for you to be confident in who he created you to be. He didn't create you to be just like everybody else. Confidence is not walking into a room thinking you're better than everyone. It's actually walking in and not having to compare yourself to anyone at all. You are one of a kind, handmade by him. So instead of comparing yourself to someone else, Celebrate and find confidence in the fact that your uniqueness was always part of his game plan. Because God is strategic and God is creative, especially when it comes to you. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Fit. If you have a desire to grow your relationship with God, to read your Bible, maybe even to try again, I'm here for you and have just the right place for you to start. 
My Build Your Bible Time program is the most foundational program to take you from questions and insecurity to confidently spending time with God in His Word every day. Head on over to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com for more details. I'll see you next time.